Welcome back to the Master of None podcast, where we go 365 days, bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short form podcast, as well as informing, as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Sunday Mastercast, where I go in detail to talk about my week as a podcaster, things I'm learning, and what it means to be on this journey. I took a journey back in August 6th to podcast every day for 365 days to determine if, in fact, this would work in order to make it a monetizable thing. I started from zero, no podcasting experience. So today I'll be going over this week, my wins, successes, and things that I've learned. So let's get into it. So it's like sometimes whenever you're podcasting, it's always like a really interesting experience to find topics that people are going to be interested in. I know it's like because it's to do the research to talk about it. And every day, you know, it takes you about two to three hours to actually produce the content. You know, and today is actually actually talking about an interesting thing about David Gresh and what that podcast topic has done for me this week is pretty crazy. You know, it's really blown my numbers out of the water, um, you know, and it's really allowed me to have, you know, a topic where I've had hundreds and hundreds of downloads. Now, what you have to keep in mind is compound interest to me right now is a really real thing. You know, I'm looking at the simple fact I've had over a thousand downloads this week at 1400 downloads. And that may not sound much to like a podcaster who's done this quite a bit, but to me, it's a real turning point in its understanding that content is so relevant. So I think really what it boils down to, and this is a conversation I had with my wife this week, and it kind of got into a topic where it's like, what question are you trying to answer with your podcast? And I think whenever you build a question about it, it's really, really helpful. So for this episode, the question I'm really trying to answer is how relevant is consistent content. I come back to this a lot. I think that if you do something enough, it kind of creates the ability for you to have more listens and more downloads, but in all reality, that is not the case. Consistency will pay off over a long period of time, but if you can bring quality into it, it really adds a whole different dynamic in it. So one thing I really do whenever I podcast is I look at how long people listen, and sometimes... It's pretty humbling when you have like all these downloads and you go to look and only, you know, 10% of the people have finished the podcast. So you're like, what am I doing wrong? And having that flexibility to be like, okay, what am I doing wrong? Really opens up for, for the opportunity to ask, what do I need to do right? So I've been, I follow like time to time last night, like I was looking and I was downloading, trying to see how I can get more sponsorship for my podcast and what I realized is if I'm going to get monetary sponsorship through Spotify the ambassador ads which you hear the ad when you come in is probably the best thing but whenever you're trying to get more ads you actually have to be invited into a particular program and go from there but it's like with the consistency of ads it's like you know you have to really determine how much time it's going to be and what happens is you get one cent click off of every download so and in order even to qualify for it you have to have over 100 unique listeners in 65 days and you have to have like a certain amount of um downloads which is not super hard to get 
but I was trying to get it during the transition period, and it was one that took me a little bit more time than what I thought. But if you're new to this podcast, really where I came up with it is one day I was in TikTok. I was actually in Ecuador. My wife and I are digital nomads. I mean, this podcast has been done probably in over 20 different cities, probably five to six different countries. Um, I've traveled a lot, and I've really been podcasting the whole time. And normally I don't podcast about my travels because I wanted to be able to find a consistent topic. It's like going back, if I were to start over, I would approach things way differently. But when I started, I really wasn't too keen on what I need to do. Like I was like, okay, I'll just talk about random things for a period of time. But really, really found is like people don't really want, they want context. They want to be able to come to a place that's super consistent. And every day they hear you, they want to be able to partake in information. So one thing I did a little bit different this week is I did the David Gresh story. And I was like, oh, wow, it's doing really well. So I did a part one and I did a part two, a part three, a part four, and a part five, which is a little bit more than what I would normally do. But people kept coming back and wanting to listen to it. And then I really determined that something that's really important to do is create series like that. If you are doing short form 15 to 20 minute podcasts where you try and tell a story, sometimes it's really easy to just kind of bring people in because I have so many one off topics. If people aren't truly engaged with it, you know, then, you know, a day to day topic is really only valuable for that day. You know, if I put if I put something in and I do a podcast on a potential story that's popular in the moment, it's great, but two or three weeks from now, people may not be listening to it. So you kind of run that risk whenever you, you are producing and making podcasts like this. And I think, you know, moving forward, you know, I would like to do more of the series, more of the topics and diving in the research. And the reason why I like doing it is because like sometimes I honestly don't think people do any research. They don't look into anything and they don't provide any analysis it's like with this David Gresh story, it's like I just watched, um, you know, I just watched Joe Rogan watch the video and he really didn't provide any insight. He's like, oh, I think he's a plan or not, but not really delving deep into the information and truly understanding it. That's the point. The point of this podcast is to make sure you can look at a topic and I can explain it to you in 15 minutes and you walk away knowing enough information to be like, okay, I could talk about that if I need to, or I'm just more aware. And that's really the question I'm trying to answer every single night with this podcast is, is it relevant? Does it make sense? And does someone really want to listen to it? And within these mastercasts, I do them because they're kind of like a broad form for me to formulate my ideas and express what I'm thinking, you know? But it's like when I look at the happy podcast or the positive mindset podcast, um, I don't know the gentleman who does it, but I always watch his YouTubes because he has the only information on what to do in Spotify with Anchor if you are podcasting. And it's pretty interesting, but he's been able to turn around and he does multiple podcasts. And, you know, if it is like trying to find a topic, niching down is really, really important. You know, I'm, I'm really broad right now. And I like that because it allows me to learn a lot. You know, if I'm talking about killer whales, I can talk about that. If I'm talking about Egyptian people eating money, uh, mummies, I can talk about that. If I'm talking about UFOs of all different origins, I can talk about that. Any conspiracy theories, I can talk about that. So I think it's something that's, that's worth doing. Um, but I think as content creation as a whole, it's really important to determine what question you're trying to answer. Because why should someone listen to you if you can't answer a question? It's like having a conversation with yourself or the equivalent of podcasting. But I digress. Um, so that's really where I'm at. 
And I think for me, um, this week was just been amazing to sit back and see all of those downloads and think about all the hard work and all the compound interest of everything I've learned about podcasting to get me to this moment. You're like, wow, you know, it is possible. Obviously, if you want to make money off podcasting, I have to triple, quadruple those efforts to where you're getting a thousand downloads per episode. And that's really what it is. And on the Happy Mindset podcast, that gentleman puts YouTube videos and he's making a thousand to eight hundred dollars off a podcast episode, which to me would be incredible. You know, be kind of like a dream come true to see that happen off these ads and see what's what's possible. And then you put other ads in there. But one thing I would really say if you are podcasting, think about and if you have a product you're selling, like you're an entrepreneur or you're someone out here who is selling something, building a podcast around a product is amazing because you can actually do direct sales. You sell to somebody, there's no middleman, and you're generating the content that people want to latch on to, you know, and build something from that. And to me, that's probably one of the most amazing things about this new form of broadcasting because if we think about it, you know, podcasting is just going to keep going and individuals are going to find their information from sources they trust, people they trust, people they like. And if you're super consistent, it's it's interesting to see what happens. You know, I have until August the 6th. And, you know, then I'm going to have to redetermine what I want to do. If, if I'm making money as a podcaster, which right now it's a reality. You know, do I keep doing the same thing? Is that what you all want? You know, one thing I'd probably do is take away the Mastercasts, Mastercast, Mastercast, and really open up the weekend for me to chill or whatever and do three to four podcasts a week is probably ideal, you know. You know, I, the only podcast day I missed was last Monday. And what's so funny is as a result of missing last Monday, it kind of created this situation where I had a detachment to what was happening. And I was like, oh, I broke my amazing streak. And as a real result of breaking that amazing streak, that week I had over a thousand downloads, which was the biggest week I've ever had. So I think sometimes it really goes a lot to say that like detaching from something is really, really important and not always becoming so absorbed in it can really take over your mind. So it's like, how do you detach from something you're putting a lot of effort into so you don't become emotionally obsessed with it? I think that's really the key in consistency and quality. Um, but I like have my most successful moments when I'm detached from them. It's like I think about like playing music you know, I, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, you might be, but, you know, I played a lot of music as a kid. I was a drummer. I played guitar. Um, I sang. And probably one of the, the highlights of my musical ventures is I was in China for two years and I used to play these crazy shows. And when I first got there, I was so excited because I played drums in this bar for nine months. Couldn't speak any Chinese. I'd show up every night. I didn't know any of the songs and I would just do improv and like just follow the bass player. But if you're playing drums for the most part and your bass player's cool, like you're always going to be fine. And I got to a point where I was like playing these shows and then by the end of it, I ended up playing shows, played one show with over 5,000 people. And once again, I was detached from the situation because it's going to sound bad. bad. This story's going to be kind of, it's, hold on. I was really hungover because I was in Peace Corps and what we did is we had a softball tournament in northern China and we'd have these crazy softball tournament when everybody from China would come in and we'd play the Chinese students in softball. And it ended up into this crazy party 
and like the next day like i was so hung over because everybody wanted to go out to the club and you're playing softball all day and then like i get a call from my buddy joe tong and he's like hey buddy come play this gymnasium show so i was like okay we can go play the show so we call the band we get the band together and when i was playing the show i really thought it was going to be like a gym with like a bad speaker and i was going to play a show in front of like maybe no more than 100 people and i get there and it is a full-blown music festival it's called the apple music festival and i'm like joe dude there's like five thousand people here and he like he had no clue and we played that show and I still remember it. It was probably one of the most amazing shows I've ever played. Like, and I wrote all the songs, sang all the songs. And like, at one point we were playing one song and all this fireworks was going off. And it was like amazing to experience that on stage with like your band, like people you truly love, you've worked with. And it's like, I was detached from it because I was so focused on the softball tournament. Like I wasn't chasing anything, you know, I was allowing it to come to me. And, I really think there's something to that, you know, where you're not chasing something, you're not always focusing on it, but you're allowing it to come to you and you're just existing and you're living and you're trying to be essentially focused. And I think so much of entrepreneurial or new ventures is in a lot of ways a journey of oneself because you have to determine what can be done and you can't rely on anybody to help you. It's like, obviously people can give you feedback and information, but Nobody's making me podcast every day. Obviously, this is something that I'm pushing the envelope on to see what I can do. I don't have anybody who I can call and figure it out. I can Google things and I can talk about it with my wife and my friends. And they've been phenomenally helpful. I've had some of the most helpful friends for this podcast who who've provided me so much great feedback. And through them, I've been able to get better at it. But it is a journey. You know, it's a, it's the content creator's journey. And I always come back to that because if you are working in content creation, um, you know, some people can dial it in and understand it really quickly. And then some people don't really know what they're doing. And I'm probably sometimes, you know, I feel like I'm in both buckets, but I think that's kind of what it is. You just have to keep pushing, you know, and you have to really ask yourself, like, what question are you answering? And with this podcast, I'm trying to answer a question every day that's relevant to content, information things going on socially, things I want to know about, things I think are interesting and y'all would want to talk about it. But please, you know, if you're enjoying this podcast, go follow me on Instagram at the master of none, like tag the podcast, talk to me and like integrate what you think I should be talking about. You know, I think sometimes podcasting is such a one way street and the feedback I get is like zero. Like I have no idea if people like this podcast, like other than my friends, like telling me every now and then, but the majority of people who listen to me don't, I mean, I don't know if it's a one-off or how consistent it is, but one thing that's cool is now I have 51 followers and I just want to thank all of you for following and I hope you enjoyed this Mastercast and tomorrow we'll get back to normal programming. I have a couple topics I want to chase down and provide some insights. So thank you so much and we'll get back to you tomorrow.